Welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. This nationally recognized, award-winning podcast is hosted by the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program. Our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life. Hello, and welcome to Talking Facts. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter, Assistant Director for Family Consumer Sciences Extension at the University of Kentucky. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by Dr. David Weisenhorn, our Senior Extension Specialist for Parenting and Child Development. Welcome, David. Thank you. Good to be here. So, David, one thing that I think is fun about when we podcast together is that we just have the opportunity to have a conversation. And when we kind of sit down to record, I say, David, what are we going to talk about today? And this is one of those that I think is going to be really fun to chat about. So our topic today is creating a spark in a relationship. So I think lots of um, lots of great tips and conversation to come for our listeners. So kick us off and get started. Yeah. So I, I don't know how many of, of, of our listeners uh, spent the entire COVID quarantine with their, with their spouse but, or with their partner, but uh, it, it could rather, it could draw out and, and could create some tough relational energy, if you will. And sometimes what happened with that was the inability to go out. And, and what happens when we're not able to, to go out together and experience new things is boredom. It creeps in, right? So boredom right. is not res- of persons. It's not respective of age or race or relational status. It just happens and it happens to all of us. And what some research indicates is that boredom experienced in in some married couples that goes unchanged can predict a reduction in marital satisfaction later in life. And so that was a longitudinal study that they followed folks for, for 10 years. And what they saw early on with the boredom just really kind of drug on when it wasn't changed and it, and it created some major problems later in life. And so with that knowledge, I thought that I might be able to help and offer some suggestions if we have individuals or couples listening that might be experiencing some of that boredom. And so the first thing I would say is don't fret, right? <laughs> don't think that, hey, I just mentioned that it happens to all of us. So if you're feeling bored in your relationship, it doesn't mean that your relationship is inherently bad or it's doomed. It just means that you're human. Research among children found that boredom is often a catalyst for novel thought and ideas. So perhaps the same is true among adult relationships. So instead of going down the path of doom and gloom, begin thinking of what you can do and what you would like to change to break that monotony. So the first step is not to freak out and just start thinking. Right. So, you know, David, as you're talking about boredom in adulthood, I'm kind of wondering, do adults really recognize that they're bored? You you know, our kids, they'll say, I'm bored. You you know, I don't have, you you know, like they'll, they'll whine and they recognize that they're bored. But just listening to you talk, I don't know that I truly that I'm conscious of being bored, bored, but now as I'm thinking about it, I can think, well, you know, sometimes I'll say, well, I'm just in a funk or, you, you, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm not, but really and truly that's, it's boredom probably is what it is. It very well be that. And I think boredom, you're right. It encompasses a lot, but it's the lack of excitement. It's the lack of energy. And a lot of times what happens Boredom creeps in, just as you said, because it becomes our 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 schedules become mundane. Right. And again, 
happen easily. And certainly has probably happened to a lot of people as, as the inability to go out and experience and, and do the things that we like to do in the past years. So yeah, that's, that's exactly right, Jennifer. You know, and especially as you think about couples or individuals that were extremely social, whether that's with large groups or just you know, as a couple, but in terms of eating out at restaurants and going to the movies or traveling, that the limits that have been placed on that, if that was kind of the excitement, enjoyment spark, as you called it earlier, that that becomes hard, you, you know, hard to replace maybe yes. um, without putting some some thought into it. Well, and here's the second thing is that, that we got to talk about it. And that's what happens is like, if we're not talking about it, if we're not noticing it, then too many times those feelings of boredom in a relationship go unspoken. And that's the dangers is that if we're not talking about it, we oftentimes may let it go for a long time and fall into those detrimental traps. And so it's not uncommon for one person in the relationship to feel bored and the other one not. So that's the other piece of that too. So while several reasons for feeling boredom, a lot of the research shows that it's just, it's just a lack of novelty or a lack of stimulation that seems to be most popular among folks that identify this boredom feeling. Failing to address that topic is not a viable solution. And so speaking about it and speaking up is, is part of that solution. I was going to say, I could see how that communication piece could, could be tough because you don't want to be the person to say, honey, I'm bored because you don't want to hurt the other individual's feelings, especially if, if you don't perceive that they're bored as well, that you don't want to make them feel bad or inadequate or that you're unsatisfied with the relationship or whatever it may be. That, I mean, that's absolutely right. And that was one of the, the next points. So it's great. It's the be kind. Like when we're talking about it, it's not a blame game. It's not the fault of, of your partner. But remember that your spouse is not trying to hurt you, right? By confessing that they may feel bored in the relationship. The attempt is to to rekindle that fire and passion. So, so be kind. Don't share in the feeling if you don't share in the feeling. And uh, here's your chance to do something out of the ordinary. So instead of staying in, go out. Instead of planning ahead, be spontaneous. And, and whatever you do, remember, it's for the betterment of your relationship. So yeah, be kind. Then the final thing I would say is the last one, which seems to be the most, the natural process would be to act. So, so now start making a list and together the, the two of you can begin making a list. So what do you want to do to spice things up a bit? Research shows that dating couples who feel bored often try new things to break the cycle while married couples find success spending a bit more time on themselves, whether that's exercising more or just having some alone time. So whatever the case, talk it out, make a list of activities and each of you would like to try and then get to do it. I can see that too, because the better you feel about yourself, the better you feel with your spouse or your partner and your relationship. Yeah. I mean, you know, what's funny is that because we might spend so much time together, the spark might be just rekindling that feeling of being separated, right? That longing for one another, right? So so, sometimes it's a break and that's okay. Sometimes it is like just working on yourself and taking a much needed break to get that feeling of, wanting to spend time together. So whatever it is for you, whatever it is in your relationship, just make sure you're communicating about it, make a list and get some action on it. Sounds like a plan, David. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Jennifer. My pleasure. 
Thank you for listening to Talking Facts. We deliver programs focusing on nutrition, health, resource management, family development, and civic engagement. If you enjoyed today's podcast, have a question or a show topic idea, leave a like and a comment on Facebook at UKFCSEXT or send us an email at UKFCSEXT at UKY.edu. Visit us online at fcs.uky.edu to learn more about the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program or contact your local extension agent for family and consumer sciences. We build strong families. We build Kentucky. It starts with us.